Hello, welcome to the Friday, July 29th, 2016 edition of the Sands and Storms and Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich, and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. SSL, very hot topic, but also a topic that's often not quite well understood. So today, Boyan is walking you through the exact steps required to verify an SSL certificate. Yes, there are tools that will do it for you, but with Boyan's step doing it mostly on a command line with OpenSSL, you actually sort of get to go through all the steps, verify the signatures, and see how it actually works, that you can, for example, make sure that a particular certificate is signed by a particular certificate authority. And yesterday I mentioned vulnerabilities in LastPass, the password manager. Well, uh, today LastPass did release an update for this product. It also did clarify the differences between the two reported vulnerabilities. The first one was reported actually over a year ago to LastPass by Matthias Carlson and then promptly patched. Matthias just took his time for users to patch and such to publish the details. Just happened that also yesterday, Tavis Ormandy from Google did publish a tweet about a vulnerability that he found. Now he just found a vulnerability, reported it to LastPass. He didn't report any details. LastPass did immediately patch the vulnerability and did release an update. So these were two different vulnerabilities that were found at very different points in time. Just uh, Matthias did wait a while to actually release the details. Turns out that the vulnerability that Ormandy found only affects the LastPass Firefox add-on. So that has been updated and you should update that immediately. If you are running LastPass 4 or later, then you should actually see an update being pushed to you. And Google's Android security team did publish an interesting blog with details of some of the protection mechanism that Google implements in Android in order to make exploitation of vulnerabilities more difficult. There are some very typical ones like for example, memory read only and no execute protections that are commonly find, found like for example in the GR security patch that patch is part of uh, these measures that uh, Google implements. Also just simple things like uh, removing debug features and in general reducing the attack surface. So a number of interesting tips if you are managing Linux systems, you may wanna take a quick look at this and see if any of this applies to you. On the other hand, not many people do custom compile kernels, but then again, some of these features you may find actually in standard kernels as well. And on the Internet Storm Center website, I updated the suspicious domain lists uh, earlier this week. If you see any problems, let me know. The suspicious domain list essentially compiled from various other sites, and then we weight them, we assign them scores, and then offer three different downloads, depending on how willing you are to accept a false positive or not. People have found it rather handy in order uh, to implement various uh, blocking policies on DNS servers. Also, Geese DNS sinkhole uses this list. The format hasn't changed 
just the content somewhat changed. We now have five different lists that we are importing here. We used to have three, but really only one of them was still active. So it was about time to rebuild this. Now, the way you typically implement this is that you do configure your DNS server to resolve any domains that are listed in this list to an internal system, and then you're logging any connections to this particular internal system. Now, Geese Domain Sinkhole does offer all of this in an easy Linux distribution, so DNS server and also the listeners for the various sinkholes are already installed on this system. So you can give this a try, and I hear people are having quite good success finding internal infected machines. One of the probably more important lists that we started importing here now is the abuse.ch ransomware domain block list. So any known ransomware domains will be redirected then to your sinkhole. The list is free for your internal use, but since the original data isn't really from us, we really just aggregate it. If you do want to use it commercially, then please contact the original providers of the data. And as usual, any feedback or ideas, of course, is very welcome. I'm still tuning a little bit the score between the high, medium and low sensitivity lists. Well, that's it for today. Thanks again for listening and talk to you again on Monday. Bye.